0: Hey, 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 everyone. I hope everyone is good. I hope everyone is great. On my end, the sun is shining so beautifully. The skies are blue, and I hope that that is a telltale sign of the weeks and the days ahead. If it's not shining on your end, I hope that you experience one of these beautiful, sunny, blue sky days. It is something about a beautiful day that really shifts the mood. It makes you feel oh so good inside. It kind of makes you feel like you can accomplish anything when it's a beautiful day, right? Or, you know, you kind of want to just sit in the ambiance of a good day and just chill and collect yourself in the beauty of the day. All right, so I mentioned on Monday that this will be the ending of this season. We will be bridging into something real serious starting on Monday it will start a different season so that will be season three the beautiful reminders are the season twos because that is a continuance so and that will always stay but so we'll be bridging into season three and we're going to talk about some serious topics and I wanted to do so because um you know many of us uh, will or have experienced some of these things that we will be talking about. But if you haven't, it kind of gives you um, kind of a, a side of what it is to experience those things and maybe give you a little bit of knowledge into why people behave the way they do, why they show up the way they do, or why certain things are triggered. So I'm excited about what, you know, the new episode and new seasons are going to um, show up for you and what they're going to provide for you. Um, and I'm good. I'm happy. I am. I'm ready, y'all, for this last episode into this season. I, you know, want to dig into um reevaluating your circle. And as we know, you know, the circle can be amongst friends, family. It can be a mixture of the two. And, you know, if we think back as a child, let's say six or seven on to. Our early teens turning 13 and then we go into 17 and 18 onto our 20s, our 30s and our 40s. And if, you know, we have some beautiful season listeners onto our 50s and our 60s, we understand that with all of that, we changed. Our ideologies change, responsibilities change, lots of things in our life shifted, which also made, um, things about us rearrange and move a different way, which in turn probably changed our circle of people. And again, circle of people could be, could be considered as, um, friends, family, friends and family. Um, and I want to give this example because, you know, for, many young people and I don't say all because look I didn't really fit into this category but I know many friends that did and there's nothing wrong with that um many uh people in their, their younger teens and 20s um Look, this was our ter- terminology club hoppers or the ones who enjoyed the nightlife um you know on that friday or that saturday you and your friends get together and y'all hit the club right and y'all do this for an extended amount of time because this was your form of entertainment and enjoyment y'all kicked it y'all had you know, fun with your friends and then, you know, life starts to happen as you evolve and move on into um, the latter part of your life, let's say the 20s and you have established this job. Right. So this job has now taken. The time and capacity away from what you normally did, which was club hop on the weekends, which also bridged you into a place where you could no longer hold on to the club club hopping on the Friday and the Saturday, and had to be up you know or be attentive for a job, so you shifted away from the club hopping episodes now, while your friends still stayed in you know those scenarios and went out amongst you know themselves and maybe occasionally you fell through with it, it kind of eased off. And so that was nothing that was a primary source of your entertainment. Now you are a big boy, a big girl, and you are heading into maturity. And so those things no longer serve you. And what tends to happen mainly um, with those circles is that there is a space that begins to open up and divide um, you and those other people in that circle because now you don't have a confined uh, relatability in that friendship, in those connections. Which doesn't mean that they're, you know, wrong for not moving the way that you are. And it doesn't mean that you're wrong for moving the way you are. It just means that in some facets, and some, you know, um, places in your life, there is not compatibility. And so while you are being mature with the big girl and the big boy job, there is no seriousness from their way of living maybe with you know just being able to freely live their lives and so that opens up space and eventually what will happen again is that the space will widen and you will no longer be in close proximity to those people understand that you know certain things won't serve you so again going back into that analogy The club hopping doesn't serve you anymore because now you have more responsibilities. And, you know, when you get that that good job, you you want more. So now you've, you know, purchased you um, or rented a nice apartment or you've gotten you a house. And so you don't have the time nor the energy to expound on those particular activities. And the same with. You know, even taking that scenario of club hopping away, let's talk about school, for instance, college. You know, one thing um, that many people are aware of is that the friends that they had in high school. Are different than the friends that they had in college Because you meet different people And you find your tribe of people Normally when you go to college Y'all have a likeness of Things and you join You know different activities And, and you find um, those connections There and so The people that may have served you in high school With you know the proximity Of being at the same place No longer serves you In your college stature and then moving on into the real world, it is the same. We can even talk about church, you know, moving into a place where, um, you know, you were normally just leisurely living your life and then you decided that church was uh, was going to be a part of your daily and your um, weekly life And you started to, you know, have relationships with people in your church um, By the way of Christianity and sharing, you know, spiritual warmth And therefore they became your tribe and you have a congruence But other people who have been before them are no longer at the same place And that's okay, It's okay to not enjoy the things that you used to. I think that, you know, just like when we fall off of certain things, it does feel like a loss, right? It feels like grief. It feels like a death of something. And we struggle to maintain and align the things that we used to with the things that we're doing now. Sometimes we seem to think that we are not um, balancing everything out. But one thing that I've that I have recognized when it comes to moving from one place to another things that, you know, used to make me happy to now moving into something else that makes me happy is that when I'm at that happy medium of maturity um, and I'm growing into something that I really enjoy, I rarely look back at what I I did and enjoy back then. I just understand that that is the part of growth that I have experienced and that's okay. On the flip side of this, talking about reevaluating your circle, we also come into play with the discomfort that it brings when the circle is reevaluated and different things are posed and presented where now you have the function of people thinking that you are different oh sit on that for a minute when people say that you have been, you know, the people that you've been so close to, again, family, friends, and you've always had a likeness um, and a congruency with the same activities and the same things. And now you have moved into a place where you recognize that you like these things about your life. When you start to move a little different, you will be accused of acting a lot of funny. Right. And um you'll you know, you'll get the. The side eyes and they'll, you know, winch up their nose um, towards you and the separation will be very, very apparent. And it's not that so many times you feel as if you are being better than you're just different in the way that you move and your responsibilities. I also want to backtrack a little bit because, you know, for one thing that um, I think when you become a parent also that either makes or break friendships and connections um, that you may have had. Um Having children is a, and we know, a 24-7 responsibility. And if people are not mature enough to understand um, that children take a lot of work, you will find that people will fall off because you no longer have time for them. And so that is when you begin to just realize that life is really life in right now and that people are going to show up differently based on circumstance and that really there's nothing you can do. Again, it will feel like a death because these people are, you know, close to you and um you've shared so many activities and so many likenesses and now everything is different. Now I'm going to go back. I'm going to jump. I know I'm jumping. <laughs> but back to... um you know the feeling and the overall sentiment that people feel that you are um you acting different or you being brand new i want you to um you know words hurt they really do but i want you to sit on the fact that um whatever feels good for you and is working for you is basically where you need to move on to people will say a lot of things to really make you feel as if you're supposed to go back to a time and a place that you were supposed to to make them feel comfortable. But if we look at it um, from the aspect of our eyes and also from our understanding and our wisdom, we know that our lives cannot afford to be in places and spaces and doing certain things that doesn't amount to our growth. If I went back on everything that I used to do, that means that I'm going backwards and not moving forward. And also we're talking about reevaluating your circle. You will find that there are people who are complacent and staying where they are. They don't welcome growth because for a lot of people, growth is scary. Growth is scary. And so they'd rather be at the place that they've been for years. And to be honest, we don't have time for that. In every facet and every movement and every time that we turn a different age and a different space, we owe ourselves the ability to move forward, to move wisely, to move maturely, and just to live openly the way that we need to, to show up how we need to, and just have the great ability to move in ways that we never did before. If I acted the way I did as a teenager into my adulthood as a 40 year old woman, I don't think that that would suffice, nor would it give me any piece of wisdom. Would it um, allow me discernment um, in my personal life? Um, and it wouldn't attract the type of people that I would want around me in my circle. Now, I could not operate in my teenage self as a 40 year old woman, because then I would get the immature teenage acts as a 40 year old woman. Y'all feel me? Y'all follow me? In the rift of non-understanding between, you know, two people where, um, that person comes to you and say, you know, you you're different now and many aspects of you. I don't understand. Um, and especially with people, you know, you're very close to, which could be, you know, a best friend or a favorite cousin or, you know, a sibling. You need to communicate um, where you are and if it is sal- salvageable. And listen, I'm not one to say throw people away, OK, because when it gets to the point where they got to be throwawayable, <laughs> then you act on that. But I am one to say that, you know, a lot of things can be salvageable. But when it is a conversation that goes into that medium where someone feels that you are pulling apart because of, you know, the way in which you are growing, then I would offer conversation and to tell them why it is that, you know, this place in which you are is yours and also understand where they are um it's hard when you are basically you know at the same age and trying to explain to someone why your life and their life looks different and trying to come to a common ground most of the time you know people are receptive of listening and then many times people don't want to hear it um All they want to pounce upon you is the fact that you changed and that you are now unavailable and they put the guilt on you. But I I would say that conversations either open up for understanding or it takes away from what it is that you are trying to get an understanding about. And if they are not wanting to hear and not understand what it is that um. You're going through or where you're at in your life, then maybe that circle again has to be reevaluated, and maybe that person is no longer suitable in your life because they do not understand your growth. And with that being said, you know, you have to be at peace with the departure or space between those familiar connections. I'm gonna say that again. You have to be at peace with a departure or space between familiar connections. We have to be okay with sometimes letting people go and moving in the direction in which they need to move. And it seems a little selfish, and I'm going to say this outright, but you don't owe anyone any explanations um, when it comes to your growth. You don't owe anyone a guideline as to where you are moving next and you don't need permission for you to personally grow and move into a place where it suits you best. The only thing that you can do um, is explain and talk. Talk things out and if there is not a, you know, a set answer, if there's not a meeting where there's a meeting of the minds and understanding, then you have to understand that that is just not the place that both of you need to be and it's going to be okay. There were various people in my life where um, I just understood that a lot of the activities and a lot of the things that I enjoy with these people didn't, you know, um, serve me best. And, with growth also, I'll give you some examples. Um, sometimes with women, um, when we sit amongst each other, now you can have Uh, intellectual conversations and then you can have, um, conversations about growth and setting goals. And then you have conversations that are only about gossiping, right? And so I remember sitting in the space of friends who did a lot of gossiping and it always made me uncomfortable. But because they were my friends, I was very accepting of those conversations, even though I I never wanted to bridge into those conversations and hop in it because I just I don't know that's an ick for me right and um, slowly but surely it became a turn off for me. And I realized that, um, the more and more that we started to, you know, hang out and be together, the more and more, the more and more it was about gossiping. And I was at a place where I really wanted to have conversations about goals and I wanted to talk about, um, like real woman stuff because. I may have had a few friends on the other side who were talking about these things. And I I enjoyed these conversations because I left feeling as if they poured so much into me. And by the exchange of conversation, I was able to pour so much into them. And so what ended up happening was I started spending more time with a group of friends who were enlightening me and, um, I was able to cheer on and they were able to chill, cheer with me as well. And the friends that were doing the gossiping, I spent little time with them. And so there was a um, obvious shift. And in this particular situation nothing was said for a while like we were still interacting maybe through text or you know through a social media post but it became very apparent that um I was no longer um, interested in you know being in the gossip group and um I'll be honest many times also when it's uncomfortable for me I didn't want to have those conversations right so I didn't want to be the first and the primary to walk into those conversations and say, Hey, you know, I know you've been noticing that we have space, but the reason why I'm here, mm, I just kind of let it subside until one of my friends actually, um, Wanted to go on lunch and she said, you know, I've been noticing that you've been kind of away. Is everything okay?" And blase blase. And it was like the moment of truth. Right. And I really got afraid to even speak on it because I didn't know how me voicing my honesty would show up for her. And um, I remember sitting there and she thought that maybe it was family issues or that it was something personal that I was going through because not only um, was my conversations with the other women different, but even my mindset had changed. And so I was on to another level, even, you know, how I I showed up for myself. And so I told her, I said, you know, I love y'all dearly, um, but The gossiping um, I really didn't like in the first place and I really felt out of place anyway because I didn't really know these people and she was like, yeah, you know, I noticed you didn't really jump into the conversation or engage and she admitted to me that. You know, even with having those conversations, she felt uncomfortable because some of the people that were um, talked about in certain situations, she knew those people, but she was only engaging in conversations because that was what was familiar to her with her friend. And so I remember us having this open dialogue and us talking about it and I said you know I'm at this point in my life where I don't want to have these conversations because it's not self-serving to me and to be honest I don't want to know about what everybody has going on because it really doesn't make me happy I don't want to know about somebody else's business um because I just don't want to know and I don't want to gossip because really the way I look at it gossiping is a sin right it is just taking time um out of your day to sit and talk about something or somebody that really is not elevating or pushing the mind anywhere and by the end of this conversation I I began to talk to her about what I had experienced with this group of friends and You know, the things that we were doing, the goals that we were setting and how it just really, really like rearranged my mind and really pushed me forward to a forward thinking of maturity and just handling women's business. And I'm glad that I had that conversation and clarity one on one, because I knew that I couldn't have that conversation with another friend girl who was really the the queen gossip of honey, Um, because, you know, she was at a place where she wasn't ready to change and i also uh realized too that you know sometimes when people are the gossip queens or the gossip kings it's because um they have a space in their you know heart or um in their body and their mind that is unhappy and so um what i found is that they're gossiping Somehow in a cruel um, way makes them happy. Right. And so I didn't want to. I didn't want to. That's not my life. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to go there. So I said all that to say that conversations um, do help. And I'm glad that we bridged into that conversation because that introductory conversation that I had with that friend also opened her up to being receptive of talking about other things. She was never introduced into talking about women's business and goals and, you know, just expounding on, you know, categories and, and, and thinking that she never experienced. So, again, that was helpful. Also, with that, I, I, I want to say, too, that we even, you know, if there is no congruence there with that, that circle of people um, still be available for others. And I say that because that is a big, big, big be there for others. Here's what I recognize as well. Going back to that situation with the the queen gossiper. So now years have passed and I'm talking about um, years, but um, I didn't throw any of them away. We just kind of understood, you know, what it was and. You know, how people grow apart. Now, I will say that the maturity in that situation was great because nobody, you know, wasn't like, mm, I don't like her now that she's different. It wasn't that type of thing. But I remember, um, that, that Queen Gossiper, um, because we hadn't, uh, talked in a while, we weren't abreast with Um, you know, each other. And so we didn't know, um, about some of the current events and things that were going on. And I remember her texting me and reaching out to me. And she was like, Oh, you know, I just love, you know, your posts and they're so inspirational. And whenever you get a chance, you know, give me a call. I want to talk to you. And so, you know, we, we began to talk on the phone and we kind of caught up. You know, with everything that had been going on for years And it was almost as if, you know, we hadn't even missed the beat And um, so she said, I just, you know, I love this about you And, you know, she's just going on And she's telling me about the things that she went through And this is why I came to the conclusion that I came to About the queen gossipers and the king gossipers In her own personal life, she was going through a lot And so her output um, was to gossip because her home was not truly fulfilled And in that space also my heart kind of sunk Because even if I didn't like it I totally understood where her heart was Where her mind was and where she was coming from Because she's, listen, you know There are different things about people that you may not like But if you um, see really truly how they are in their hearts um, when well, you know good people, you know good people and she definitely is a good person. And, um, you know, she began to tell me about personal things and I remember we had like a two hour conversation just laughing and just really like, you know, going deep also into some things that she just needed to, um, expound on. And it really made me um, think about the availability that we have to others, even if I had moved on and, you know, the other friend had moved on into a different facet and maturity in her life. Even if people are left away and outside of where you are, it doesn't mean that you don't have space for them. And so it was almost like um, I want to come to the other side and get into this place and where you are. And we began to talk about things and you know, just how the mind changes and this, that, and the other. And it was almost like um, the group of friends that, Introduced me and in so many of the things that I needed. I was able to be a vessel for her and tell her so many things about what I had experienced, what I had learned, you know, where I am in my life. And I, I was a teacher for her. And um, so that just changed and rearranged her mind. So I want you to also. Remember that even if you are not operating in the same space with certain people, especially when there is not like a, a drop, fall off, oh, you dead to me type of situation. Because again, like I said, that can happen. Always be available for others because you can be a teacher and a bridge for whatever it is that they need in their life. I feel like I said a lot y'all and I feel like I needed to get that off because one of the things about you know having a circle of friends and family is that we become complacent with their ideals and the activities and we also have a joint way and you know a community and group way of thinking and when one just kind of moves off of it it kind of unbalances the group and then again you know you show up acting funny and being different um and then eventually some people will find their own way and move into their own lane and then some people will stay in that complacency and keep doing the same thing that they'll do but you can also be a teacher and a helper Um, And stand in a place where you can assist with people who are now finding their happy medium with growth. And I think that that lesson was important, um, not only for me, but for so many people, because we have a reluctance sometimes to move away from the things that we have known for so long onto something that is so great because we don't want to. In some ways, miss out on what we knew. We don't want to be considered as being better than, um, but we also know that the moving and the growth serves our purpose well. This was definitely the longest uh, episode ever, and I think it was needed. It was a great way to top this thing on off. I am so glad that you are here. So glad that um. You know, I have listening ears. I am so thankful for every single person who is tapping in and just enjoying the moment. I look forward to honest dialogue um, and speaking on many things for 2023. I also um, wanted to bring in something new. So I got some things cooking and I'm excited about it. I am planted um securely on ground and I know where I'm headed I really 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 hope that this week's this week provides you with clarity it provides you with comfort it provides you with security it provides you with wisdom and it definitely 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 provides you with growth tell a friend about season dialogue let them tap in even if it's You know, an episode, if it's something that resounded in your heart that you felt good about that you want to share, definitely, you know, have a friend or a family member to tap in. We finna go in deep. Thank you so much. And I will see you next week. All right. Bye.